Blog Talk Radio. Wow, folks. This is your boy, Long Beach Joe. We are here live. We're watching, uh, we're doing a, a, a live show in the draft, second round pick reactions. Wow, it has been a tight second round. We shocked the New York Jets, end up taking Elijah Moore in the second round, and we have a lot to talk about, okay? Listen, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in, okay? Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone, go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave us some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, I'm ready to get into the show. I am fired up, okay? I'm fired up. Wow. What a shocking pick. The New York Jets end up taking Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Ole Miss. He comes into the building in the second round with Creed Humphrey and Tevin Jenkins still on the board. The Jets take Elijah Moore. After a night when they actually they put Zach Wilson at two, then they move up from 23-14 in a trade with the Vikings to get Bill Tucker. Wow, the Jets are really willing and dealing around here. We got quite a bit of callers. We're going to get to everybody. I want to discuss this trade, though, in the first round. We did a show uh, live yesterday. We talked about, you know, Zach Wilson. We got the reactions from that. Everyone was pretty happy about that. And then, boom, situations happened with Vera Tucker. You look at the situation, a lot of people had us linked with Vera Tucker. A lot of people had us linked with, uh, you know, the USC guy. A lot of people had us linked with other, you know, uh, linemen as well. But Vera Tucker was one of the main guys people were constantly talking about. People said, hey, he could be there at 23. Tevin Jenkins was also about us being there at 23 as well. So we look at the situation. We're all thinking, hey, 23, we'll see what happens. We're going to take ourselves, you know, uh, offensive lineman. I even spoke about us trading up a little bit from 23 to possibly still get the guy. And lo and behold, Joe Douglas sees the Vikings sitting there at 14 and says, hey, I got to make a move. I can't sit here. I can't stand by and watch this team, watch a team that I feel like could either take my guy or wait for somebody else to jump in front of me and take my guy. I'm going to get aggressive and I'm going to move up and I'm going to get the lineman that I want out of this. I'm going to do what it takes to better this New York Jets football team. So then he sits back. He does a deal with the Vikings, trade 23rd pick in the first round and trade two third round picks that we have. It's a 66 pick in the third round and the 86 pick in the third round to the Vikings for the 14th pick in the first round, and he also got a fourth-round pick back from them as well, the 143rd pick in the, in the fourth round. What a move by Joe Douglas. What a move. Moves up. We're all hyped. A lot of anticipation. We're all sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself because I'm saying there's no way that he does not take Vera Tucker. There's no way. We all sat back. We're watching it, and boom, pick in, and we end up getting Vera Tucker. This is a guy that's going to come in. Look, I'm an SC guy, okay? I make no bones about it. It is what it is. This is the best college ever. Oh, we fight on. Oh, 
nothing but fire squad. So I knew this guy I talked about Vera Tucker quite a bit. Everything that he could bring to our football team. What type of lining he top he plays. He never gives up. He never stops. He's constantly pushing. He's constantly fighting. He's gonna maul you. He gets his on you. That's it. Game over. Game's over for you. You won't be playing. He'll put you on your back easy. No problems. So I thought that the Vikings would probably be the team to take him. Joe Douglas moves up, gets this guy. He comes in. This is a guy that's going to be here for quite some time to protect Zach Wilson. I like this move because this move is all about bettering, bettering things for our young quarterback. That's what this is about. This is about making sure that our young quarterback is protected properly because we all knew coming into this offseason that the interior offensive line issues that we had couldn't exist if we – if we were going to take a, take a step up offensively, they couldn't exist. If we were going to step forward and step the modern-day NFL and become a better offensive unit, they could not exist if you wanted to not be 32nd-ranked offense in the league any longer. They could not exist. And we took a step up, and we, we did what it took to eviscerate that. So then I ended last night going to sleep. Right before I went to sleep, I was thinking to myself, man, the second round, the second round could be special as well because we're continuing to build. We're continuing to figure things out for this football team. We've got our young franchise guy in the building. What could we do next? What could we do? And I said to myself, offensive line, we can continue to address that. There's other you know, options out there as well. Some people talked about wide receiver. I talked about corner too. But I said to myself, this next pick is going to continue to build and change this football team. So there was so much anticipation coming into the second round. We were all hyped. So many surprises. The first round, Tevin Jenkins, everybody thought for sure. This guy was pegged in as a top 15 pick. Everybody said to themselves, for sure, he's going in the top, you know, top 15 picks for sure. Slides out, he's in the second round. Now the Jets are sitting at 34. The board is played out. You got Tevin Jenkins. You got Creed Humphrey. We thought, hey, the Jags probably going to take an offensive lineman. That's probably what they're going to do. They're probably going to, you know, do do whatever it takes to, you know, continue to build around Trevor Lawrence to protect him. Well, the Jags end up taking a corner, Campbell. So now we're sitting here live watching the draft as we are now. And we're all saying to ourselves, you know, I asked the savages in the chat, salute to all the savages. A lot of people were saying, hey, Tevin Jenkins has got to be the guy. There were some people saying, hey, Creed Humphrey. I want Creed Humphrey. Don't kill me because I love Creed Humphrey. There were even some saying, hey, let's trade back. Let's trade back and let's recoup those third rounders that we lost so that we can continue to address you know, positions on this football team. The clock starts winding down on the Jets pick. Just wind it down. Then the pick comes in. The pick comes in, and it's Elijah Moore, Ole Miss wide receiver. I like the pick. I like the pick. Elijah Moore is a solid, solid wide receiver. I talked a little bit about him before I, I had you know, went back and forth and chit-chat about a lot of people. This is a guy that can come in here and be, 
you know, a solid, a solid set of hands. We all know that, yes, offensive line is a, is a, is a need, and I think you know, we'll find some way to continue to address that. But I'm not knocking this pick of Elijah Moore. You know, this is a guy that can come in, play solidly. I think he's like 5'10". I, I, I think the move is solid. I think the move is solid. But I need to see, I need to continue to see throughout this draft how Joe Douglas continues to address the offensive line and the cornerback position. I'm not necessarily going to kill him for this pick, but let me tell you, Creed Humphrey and Tevin Jenkins are on the board. That's all I'm going to Creed Humphrey, Tevin Jenkins, a guy that, uh, Tevin Jenkins in particular, a guy that was supposed to be gone at the top of the first round, still on the board. And we, we have big time needs along the offensive line. He takes Elijah Moore. Okay. Let's continue to see how he fills it out. I'm not going to slaughter him now, but I just, I need to know. I need to know. So we're going to discuss this again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Listen, when you call in, do mind your background, okay? Turn down your TVs, mute it, and do not curse. Do not curse on my show because I'll get you out of here. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking faster than we moved up for Vera Tucker. That was fast. That was fast. When you want a top lineman, you do what it takes. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Call in, call in, call in. I want to hear from you folks. We're going to get to everybody. We're going to respect everybody's time as well. So now we're going to get to these lines. Salute to everybody that's watching me as well, wherever you watch me from. Salute to the savages in the chat. In case this is your first time watching me live, or this is your first time listening to me. I live stream during my shows as well. And I call my cat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. They get after everybody, even me. If you got a take they don't like, they're going to let you know about it. So salute to them. So now we're going to get to these lines. I'm going to my guy E, man. This is my guy E. I know E has some strong opinions. He's calling in E. How are you doing, my man? It's good to see you again. Good to have you calling in. Before we get to the second round pick, though, I want to talk to you about Vera Tucker, us moving up to get Vera Tucker at 14. What were your thoughts about that situation? How do you feel about us uh, landing that guy? And now he's uh, playing for the New York Jets. Dude, that move was phenomenal, man. I mean, you get probably the best guard in the draft. And, you know, he's a – He's kind of the definition of a Joe Douglas guy to me, a versatile offensive lineman. It seems like Douglas really likes guys mm-hmm. who play, you know, multiple positions. You know, he's played tackle, yeah. he's played guard. Dude, him and Beckton next to each other, that's going to be that's gonna be fun to watch. You're going to be seeing some pancakes and stuff, man. I can't wait. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gave up two third-round picks, but this draft, mm-hmm. you know, the, the goal should be surround your young quarterback with talent. And whatever it takes to get that top-tier talent, you take it. And that's what they did to get Tucker. And I also love that we got yeah. a fourth-round pick back, too. Like, we gave up the two-thirds, but we also got another fourth-round pick back. That was a good move. I don't yeah. think we got fleeced at all, too. So, you know, I moved up. I, I thought they might move up for, you know, an offensive lineman. I didn't expect them to move up that far, but I love the pick, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I do as well. Um, dude, I was so excited about it. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, everyone that, that watches my content, I thought that we would move up <clears throat> maybe three spots. 
to try to land him. Uh, but even going into the draft, I started to feel in the pit of my stomach, I started to feel like the Vikings were the team that would definitely look to take him. Um, I looked at the situation. I said to myself, you know, unless you jump the Vikings, don't think we're going to be able to get him. And so Joe Douglas being aggressive and going up to get his guy to me impressed me because a lot of people were saying that he wouldn't trade up. A lot of people were saying that he wouldn't make that move, that he was a born GM that wouldn't get it done. And look what he did. He went up and got aggressive and got the guy that he wanted. So I was extremely confident in that, and I liked what he did. And like you said as well, I liked that we didn't get fleeced because we didn't. We only gave up, you know, two yep. third rounders, especially go up and get a top lineman. I like to move all and the way. And got a fourth back. Right on. Yeah, we got a fourth back. Now, with that said, though, you look at um, another guy sliding down the board, right? Sliding down the board comes Tevin Jenkins. We're sitting in the second round. You look at the situation. We got Creed Humphrey, Tevin Jenkins. We're in the second round. We all know we need offensive line help. I mean, we end up with Elijah Moore there. What are your thoughts on this pick? Do, do you like the selection of Elijah Moore? At first, I wasn't crazy about it, I'm not going to lie, because I really wanted Tevin Jenkins. I thought, you know, having this dude fall out of the first round, he's supposed to be, you know, a top 20 pick, you know, go take him. But maybe there – we might not know some stuff, but maybe there's a medical thing. Maybe the NFL just isn't as high on him as, you know, the draft community and fans are. But – Seeing this kid Elijah Moore, he's really what this offense needs, man. That kind of gadgety guy who can kind of take, you know, jet sweeps. He can do all the, uh, you know, he can do a lot of yak stuff. We don't really have that, man. We have, you know, Davis, Mims are kind of speedy, contested catch guys. You know, Moore brings back something different. And, you know, when Crowder moves on this, you know, this year, he's going he's gonna to play a big role in this offense, man. So, at first I wasn't thinking about the pick, man, but you, you can't get upset about, um, about surrounding your young quarterback with weapons. My friend who's a Bills fan just texted me. He's like, this is how the Jets should rebuild. And I said, I agree with you, man. Like, you, mm-hmm. you surround your guys with weapons, man. And I really can't hate it. And, you know, so that's interesting. You know, we definitely need another offensive lineman just because I don't want to see, like, you know, Alex Lewis or Greg Benderone out there next year. I got a question mm-hmm. for you, man. Do you consider trading any picks from next year trying to get up to get a guy? That, you know, we talked about that last night. I'm not necessarily against it, but it depends on how much capital that we'll, we'll be giving up. Um, yeah. That was something I looked at and I said to myself, you know, because we do have quite a bit of picks. I think we got like 13 picks next year. I think we do. Yeah, uh, loaded. Like two first, two seconds. Yeah, we, yeah, so we got that stuff. It would really depend on how much capital we're giving up and what we could address. And that's why I'm not necessarily destroying Joe Douglas right now for this pick. Again, I was kind of shocked that it was a wide receiver. I think I think the world of Elijah Moore, I think he's a, a very solid wide receiver. And like you said, he's a guy, gadget guy, he can move. This is a guy that can come in and produce for us, you know. Um, yep. But I'm just like, when I look at the board as well, though, even without just, just trading up, I look and I say to myself, and a lot of people are looking at the situation too and saying, okay, wide receiver, that was a need. But was it more of a need than corner? Was it more of a need than pass rusher? Was it more of a need than offensive line? I mean, what are your thoughts on that, E? What do you say to the people that are saying, yes, Elijah Moore, solid wide receiver, but he's not more of a need than all these other issues that we have. He's not a position that's more of a need than what other things that we need to address. I just think it's really, you know, about taking the best guy available and really surrounding your guy with, with surrounding your quarterback with talent, man. I think for 
corner. I would, now I'd love to go sign. You know, I'd take a guy in the fourth round and then sign a, sign a veteran. Richard Sherman, Stephen Nelson, I, I put in the chat earlier, someone like that. Maybe I'll bring back Brian Poole to be the slot corner. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's interesting. But, you know, I think receivers, as big of a need as edge, you know, we got lost and, you know, we got some other guys there. I mean, we could definitely use another guy. But um, it's it's interesting, man. You know, but the pick just keeps growing on me, man. And I'm, I'm definitely going to look at his stuff more and more. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But just keeping on with the draft, like you said as well, because I, w- I wanted to touch on that too. You talked about possibly dra- trading future draft capital to move up in this draft. What is something that you would look to move to maybe get, you know, back into the third round or the second round? Like what is the scenario that you could see where they do utilize uh, that capital in next year's draft to move up in this year's draft? And what kind of round would you target? I'd love to find a way to get up in the third round. Um, you know, I think it would cost a lot to get up in the second round. You know, third round, you could take a guy like a Quinn Miners from uh, UW-Whitewater, offensive lineman there. You can maybe move up, you know, some picks, you know, maybe a fourth this year, a late round, a pick next year or something. Not too sure. Mm-hmm. I definitely need to think on that a bit more. But it's interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. It's going to be it's gonna be crazy to see how things kind of pan out, especially, again, we still got some picks, uh, you know, especially in the fourth round. We got two fourth rounders, so we'll see – how he continues to, you know, fill out the rest of this draft. But for you so far, uh, E, what is the biggest shock of the draft for you? Outside of, like, the, the Jets, what do you think has been the biggest shock, um, you know, whether it be a player sliding or a player going somewhere that you never thought, you know, that uh, the team would select him? What has it been the biggest shock for you of the first or second round? I, I would never thought that Justin Fields was going to be a Chicago Bear. I thought, I thought the Broncos mm. were going to get him. Um, which that was a phenomenal pick by them. I'm also shocked with, holy crap, there's been a lot of trades so far, too. Which last year, we didn't get yeah. this many trades. Um, and with the, also with the Patriots, the guy, they just took Barmore. That, that tells us we need to address their interior. That dude's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bills, they got, you know, uh, uh, Collins last, uh, I think last night as well, uh, Xavier Collins, Rousseau. too. So. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Rousseau. Rousseau is who they took uh, yeah. at the, late in the first. Yeah, uh, so they're beefing up. They're pass rushers. They're beefing up their defense yet again. So yeah, you better. Uh, we better feel some type of way. <laughs> yeah. Feel some type of way about addressing. Uh, you know, yeah, our maybe they're high on Cam Clark. Offense. We gotta see, man. We took him last year. Yeah, we'll see what Cam Clark does. I mean, he's got to hit the field though. You know, we're saying the same thing yeah. about uh, oh, you know, the, the quarterback he took as well. <laughs> you know, we're saying the same thing about that oh, quarterback he took as well, Morgan. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to figure things out. But the, the draft is still flowing. Tevin Jenkins ends up, you know, going. He's a Chicago Bear. Christian Barmore is now a Patriot. Landon Dickinson, you know, he's an Eagle now. So, whew, listen, there's a lot to talk about. But listen, E, this is my final question before I let you go. How confident are you in Joe Douglas now? You know, how confident are you that he's going to be able to fill out the rest of this roster throughout the rest of the draft? I'm sold, man. I love the vision he's got, man. He's, he's prioritizing the offense. He's building around the young quarterback, and I love it, man. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Salute to you, E-Man. Listen, thank you for calling in. We're going to keep on watching this draft together and having a blast. You have a good one, my friend. Right, man. You have a good night. All right. Listen, man, we're bouncing and shaking right now. I'm telling you, we're moving and grooving. There's so much going on. 
again, we're watching the NFL draft live, we're watching the second round, so many picks being made, a lot of people just spitting their takes, talking about how they feel, what's going on. Salute to all the savages in the chat. As we're talking, man, I'm telling you, there are moves being made here. After we got Elijah Moore, the Broncos were able to get uh, Javante Williams from North Carolina. That guy was a very solid running back, very solid running back. So he's going to be there. He's going to be running with Denver. Javon Holland, a safety from Oregon, he's going to be a Dolphin. The Dolphins have made some moves. They have made some moves in this draft, let me tell you. They got Waddle. You know, they were able to make some other moves as well to continue their, you know, the growth of their football team. You know, in the first round, I mean, whew, it was insane. Some of the things that they've been able to do, you know, so it was completely crazy. Dolphins get Waddle and Phillips in the first, then they turn around and they get another guy, you know what I'm saying, a guy that's really going to help them in the second round as well. Whew. Man, look, in Holland, man, listen, Dolphins have made moves and they got capital for the future as well. That's a team that we're going to have to deal with. It's like I talked about the Bills as well, getting Rousseau late in the first. They're continuing to building their team as well. Patriots have made moves too. They end up with Mac Jones in the first. They're going to continue to make moves, and they got loaded in free agency. This is going to be crazy. This division is going to be extremely competitive, extremely competitive. Like I said, Tevin Jenkins, a, lot of, a guy that we were all, you know, going crazy over. Nobody thought that he would be sliding out of the first round. Listen, he's going to be a Chicago Bear. That's where he's going. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking all calls. I want to hear from everybody. When you call in, mind your background, okay? Mind your background. I understand we're all, you know, this is a show where we're bouncing and rolling. We're having a good old time. Uh, but mind your background, mute your TVs. I don't want to hear Mel Kuyper from you, all right? I love Mel, but I don't want to hear him through my speakers right now, all right? I don't want to hear that, Okay. Uh, please, when you call in, uh, uh, some may be angry, some may be upset about the pig. Don't curse on my show. I'll get you out of here fast, okay? Fast. Faster than we have turned around. Faster than we have turned around in the draft and turned the Jets into a place that a QB can come here and succeed. <laughs> fast. We turned around. We got some pieces. So we're going to continue to go to these lines. 908-908. I'm coming directly to you. 908 salute. You know, we're all watching this draft. I want to thank you for calling in. I want to start, though, with the, with, uh, the trade-up, the 23rd pick to get Vera Tucker. We traded up from 23 to 14. What were your thoughts about that trade, and do you think the Jets got fleeced? Hey, well, Joe, first off, it's Steve. It's your boy, Steve. Salute, Steve. Good. Salute, Steve. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. No, let me tell you something now that, you know, listen, the number two pick, I knew it was going to be Zach Wilson because I know Joe Douglas was very big on him, you know, from his pro yeah. day and all that stuff. So we got Zach Wilson. I got to tell you something. So last night, you know, while Minnesota's on the clock, you know, I'm sitting with my dad and a few of my little brothers and my little brother and his friends. And, and then all of a sudden I, 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 was looking away from the TV at one point. I turned around. We're all of a sudden on the clock. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Like, what is going on here? I'm like, wait, did Joe Douglas just really, really trade up? Like, did Joe Douglas finally do something that he wanted to be very aggressive with in the draft? And I was mm. like, oh, my God. We, it, 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 it happened. We were on the clock. And I was thinking to myself, we need to get an offensive lineman. We got to find someone to protect Zach. And all of a sudden, the Jets announced 
they took the best guard in the draft in Elijah Vera Tucker. We took your boy, Joe. We took your boy yeah. from USC. Yeah. As soon as when, when, I, when I saw when we took Elijah, Elijah Vera Tucker, Joe, you were on my mind as soon as when, when that pick was made. I, I was thinking to myself, Joe, Joe has to be going crazy right now because we just got his you, boy from USC. I, I, it was just, Joe, are, I, I thought of you. I thought of you last night. And let me tell you something. The pick was ahead. phenomenal. The pick yeah. was phenomenal. And because for once, we finally have a general manager that knows how to build a team. And you mm. could even, even if you saw what Robert Sala was even saying on the phone last night in those quick videos to the players, Robert Sala got the players fired up. Oh, oh my God. It, 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 was, it, it was phenomenal, Joe. It was absolutely phenomenal. And all we had to do, listen, the only thing right now that's a little bummed out about tonight now is we don't, we don't have a third-round pick now, unfortunately, because we ended up giving those two picks to the Vikings. So now mm-hmm. those picks belong to Minnesota. But we'll see what happens tonight. Maybe we'll get another pick tonight, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And, again, I want to thank you for calling in, Steve. Listen, you already know. Vera Tucker, he's going he's gonna to do work for the New York Jets. He's going to do work. He's going to do work. This is the offensive lineman that's going to come here. I'm telling you, he is nasty. This man has attitude. He is going to manhandle people all day and all night. All day and all night. Joe, what is his height? All night, How tall is he? Uh, uh, I want to say that he is six. What is he like? Six, six four, six five. I want to say six five. Okay, I, I mean, I, I mean, no, okay. Listen, he's not, he's not, he's not as big as Makai Becton. But from what I heard, though, that he could play next to Becton on the line. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> We're just going to run left all night. We're going to run left. That's what's going to happen. And people are going to get manhandled. I like that selection. And like you said as well, Steve, Joe Douglas being aggressive to move up to land his guy just shows that this guy's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that his young quarterback is going to be able to succeed here. We saw these issues with Sam Darnold. We saw what happens when you have a lack of protection. We saw what happens when you don't make sure that your QB is properly protected and isn't running for his life every single week. You can't properly evaluate him, and you also can't properly groom and mature him. Can't do that here. Okay, we've seen protection issues ruin quarterbacks, you know, in, on other squads, on other teams. Hell, look what Patrick Mahomes looked like without protection. You can't have that here. You can't have that here. And so he's taking the steps, you know, to do what it takes to, you know, sure up those issues because, again, Van Roten, Lewis, neither one of us wants to see them starting next year. So with that, Steve, I would have moved into the second round with you, man. You look at the situation in the second round, we're all excited. Tevin Jenkins still on the board. Creed Humphrey still on the board. Jags make their pick. They take a corner. We were all saying to ourselves, whoa, Creed Humphrey, Jenkins still sitting here. We're waiting. Well, and Tevin then we Jenkins pick Elijah Moore in the second round. Elijah Moore gets taken in the second round. What are your thoughts about us selecting Elijah Moore over Creed Humphrey or Tevin Jenkins? Well, listen, I, I listen. I did listen. I was glad that the Jets at least did stick to the offensive side in this in this pick 
The thing is, though, mm-hmm. when I look at this pick, here is my thought about this pick. I'll tell you something right now. I do like the pick. I'm not going to say I hate it. I do like it. This is, this is the thing, though. He is a fast, explosive guy. And you know what? Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need to get an explosive target for the future for Zach Wilson. Now, thing now, what's going to happen with Jamison Crowder now? What's going to happen with Jamison Crowder now? Because Crowder was our slot receiver for the last couple mm-hmm. of years. So uh, mm-hmm. that, now I think for maybe what could happen, maybe tonight <clears throat> or tomorrow, Jamison Crowder could possibly be on the trade block tomorrow. And maybe what we could do is we could trade – we could trade Jamison Crowder to someone else. And the thing was, and remember, and, and if that did happen, we would save $10 million for Crowder. So, Alyssa, yeah, but I, I did and like I hear, Elijah. Listen, hold on, Steve. Hold on, Steve. Hold on a second, Steve. I, I, I hear that take. But here's my thought process about that. And I understand that a lot of people think that this automatically makes Crowder expendable. But why do we have to trade him? Two reasons. One, why not keep him, allow him to play this year, allow Elijah Moore to continue to come along under this guy? Because, again, we don't just, you, only, you don't just have to have three wide receivers. You can have more than that in this, in this league and be successful. If you look at the Chiefs, right, if you look at the, the Saints, right, they're successful offense because they have multiple weapons. They got multiple guys that will get after you, multiple guys. They, you know, they're coming from all places. Of course, they got Tyreek Hill and they got, you know, Travis Kelsey. We know about those guys, but there's other guys too that they can come after you, come after you with as well. So you want to make sure that you're able to, you know, give your quarterback as many options as possible. So why not keep Crowder? Not just because of that as well, giving your quarterback as much options as possible, but also we need to think about injuries to the wide receiver position too. There's injuries there. Look at how many injuries we had this this season. How many times did Sam go out there and he didn't have his starting guys? How many times did Sam go out there and he, the, the wide receiver core was so nicked up it'd only be one guy that, you know, could possibly be a starter? That, that's, we don't have to get rid of Crowder. We can keep Crowder, you know, and continue to move throughout the season and allow, you know, Elijah Moore to flourish under him. And then guess what? When it's time to move on from Crowder next offseason, we can do that. So what are your thoughts about that, Steve? Yeah, no, I mean, we could definitely do something like that. But, I mean, I mean, listen, it's just that, you know, the, the, the thing is, though, listen, I would, have, I would have rather prefer if we did stay with the offensive line. But you know what? To get, but to get a weapon like him was great. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Joe. What a difference this general manager is compared to when oh. we had Mike McCagnin and John Isaac. Oh, my God. I mean, listen, Mike Tannenbaum did a lot of great things for the Jets when he was the general manager. He did a lot of great mm-hmm. things for the Jets. But after, but the thing was with John Isaac and Mike McCagnin, I mean, I won't get to, into Mike McCagnin with you because I remember how much you hated him and you wanted him out oh, of here so quickly. But he it's was just, terrible. the thing is what Joe Douglas is doing is, and listen, the Jets are doing the right thing in the draft because by, by sticking with the offense. Listen, the thing was, remember, because we did a lot of things with the defense um, in free agency. I mean, the only, thing, the only thing I'm just still a little bit concerned with, and Rich Simini just mentioned this about like a half hour ago on Twitter, the Jets still need to get secondary help. Like, we need to get mm. secondary help. That's why I am yep. hoping that for the later part of the draft, that we do address the secondary. Because, listen, you can get a really good player in the secondary 
in the late in the later of the draft. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but the faith is in Joe Douglas. And you know what? Listen, one thing that um, E just mentioned too, after when you let him go before I came on, you know what? I think getting Richard Sherman would be a big help for the Jets because he's a veteran mm. guy. He knows Robert Sala's defense, and he could basically teach the young corners of of how to be future star players like he was. Remember, Richard Sherman back in yeah. 2010 or 11 was a former fifth-round pick, okay? He was a fifth-round pick, this guy, and this guy is going to be a Hall of Famer when he retires. So, I mean, yeah. we'll, see. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you're spitting absolute facts there. See, we'll see what happens as the draft continues on. My next question for you, Steve, is, we all know the situation with Aaron Rodgers. You talked a little bit about Zach Wilson and us taking him in the first round. Now, there are some Jets fans that are upset because they would have rather of us traded for Aaron Rodgers instead of taking Zach Wilson. What are your thoughts on that, man? Oh, no, that would, that would be so stupid, Joe. That would be so stupid if we did that. Mm-hmm. I am sorry. That would be stupid. Mm-hmm. What, why? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is up there in age now, okay? Yes, he's a three-time, four-time MVP, but you can't do something like that. you got to start fresh, Joe. you got to start fresh. Look at what Joe Douglas is doing. He is starting fresh. Look at this. You yeah. know, with getting, with getting Zach Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, just recently we got Elijah Moore from, from Old Miss, which was a, which was a great pick because he's fast and explosive, and we need something like that. The thing is, you've got to start fresh. I think for yeah. – I'm sorry, whichever Jet fans are saying that, you're crazy. I'm sorry. You're, you're nuts. You don't do that. <laughs> Listen, Steve is giving everybody nothing but. <laughs> nothing but fire. So, Steve, my last question for you is when you look at this draft so far, first and second round, there's been a lot of crazy things going on. For you, what was the most shocking move of the first or second round for you? Well, I'll tell you, one thing that was shocking was when the Eagles and the Cowboys traded with each other last night. I mean, those are two divisional yeah. rivals that traded with each other. I'm like, how, how, the, how, is, how the heck does that happen? But, I mean, yeah. when, we, listen, when we traded up last night, I was shocked, and I was happy with what we did. But the biggest surprise mm-hmm. to me was when, was when the Bears ended up trading a pick with the Giants when the Bears took Justin Fields. Listen. The thing is, yeah. the, but, but the one thing I'm going to give, as, and I'm not really crazy about the Giants, the Giants got a lot in return back, which I give them credit. But I think the Giants, though, messed up last night with taking the wide receiver, Tooney, from Florida. And the reason why I say that, now don't get me wrong, Joe, I think he's a very good player and he's got a lot of potential. But the Giants should have went offensive line because they need offensive line to protect Daniel Jones and they also have to get – a running game for Saquon Barkley for the future. Because I'll tell you one thing, if Saquon Barkley doesn't find a way to get, to, to get running room it, with the Giants, he's going to want to find his way out of the Giants in the future and go to another team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're speaking facts there. I, look, I was shocked that the Bengals didn't take uh, Sewell. I was shocked. I thought he was for sure no, no, the Joe, Bengals. Joe. Joe, I, I, I already had his, you know, his uh, Bengals jersey with his name on it. You know, I figured they'd already start selling him. So I was shocked that they passed on him and took uh, – Jamar Chase is phenomenal. Don't No doubt in my mind, he's going to be a great wide receiver. But Joe, Joe Burrow, Joe, with that injury, glad, their issues Joe, protecting him, I was, I was shocked. Glad, 
Joe, I was glad that Jamar Chase did not go to the Dolphins. I was glad he did not go to Miami. I was, mm. listen, I was even saying, please, Cincinnati, just please, please take, take Jamar Chase, please. And they did. Because you know what? Yeah. Because they, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are reunited back, <clears throat> back in the days in the purple and yellow in LSU. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Steve, listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in. Uh, it's been a yeah, fire draft. Thing, We're going to continue watching say, it. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Joe, your last word. Go last ahead. thing I want to say, in Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, we trust. All gas, no break. Let's go. Mm, let's go. <laughs> Salute to you, Steve. Thank you for calling in. You have a good one, my friend. Listen, Steve calling in with the fire. Steve calling in with the straight fire, man. Spitting takes. He's happy about it, wants to continue to see the offensive line be addressed. Everybody's just kind of, you know, shocked. We took Elijah Moore in the second round, solid pick. There's a lot of th- things being thrown around out there that Crowder's now, uh, you know, disposable, and we're going to move on from him. We'll see how the New York Jets handle the situation, how they continue to move. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Keep in mind, folks, when you call in, I can see you, Okay. I don't know how, you know, other people do their things, but you'll be in a queue when you call into my show. If you call in and hang up and call in and hang up and call in and hang up, right, guess what happens? You go into the abyss. I'll never be able to bring you on. I can see you. You're in a queue. I want to respect everybody. I want to give everyone their time, and I want to hear from everybody's takes. Just call in, be patient, and, we'll, and I'll get to you immediately. That's what's going to happen, all right? Now, as we continue on, again, the draft is live. We're moving and shaking. We're enjoying ourselves here. Tevin Jenkins goes to the Chicago Bears. Richie Grant from UCF, he ends up going to the Atlanta Falcons. Let me tell you, Atlanta Falcons are building up. In case you didn't know, they took pits in the first round. What a weapon. Uh, you know, the Lions end up with Levy from Washington. That was a solid move for them. Good, good. You know, they're continuing to build up their uh, defensive front. He's a D tackle. Liam Inchenberg is going from Notre Dame. He's going to the Dolphins. Another O tackle for them, building up that, that offensive line for Tua. Trevor Mooring from TCU, he's going to the Raiders, the safety. You know what I'm saying? The Raiders are doing their thing as well. A lot of teams shaking and baking, making moves and doing whatever it takes. And let me tell you something, the New York Jets are doing something as well. Joe Douglas is at the helm, and he's making sure he's doing whatever it takes to make the Jets a better football <laughs> So we're going to get back to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Salutes to everybody that's watching me, wherever you're watching me from. Please give my stream a thumbs up. If you're watching me on YouTube, subscribe, turn on your notifications as well. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And share the streams. Please, people, share the streams. Friends, family, social media, share me out there. I want to hear from everybody. I want to talk football with Jets fans. I want to talk with everybody. And salutes to the chat as well. I will come to you. You post, con- uh, com- um, you post questions in my chat. Salute to all the savages. I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. They get after everybody, even me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. So now I'm coming to my guy, 845-845. I'm coming directly to you. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Listen, now you called in. We talked a little bit about Zach Wilson. What were your thoughts about watching the New York Jets trade up for Vera Tucker? How did you feel about that trade? What's up? What's up, my guy? It's 2K on the line. What's going on? Um, What's going on? So, um, I, <laughs> yo, listen, 
I got to tell you, man, <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new day. Yes, it is. It's a new oh, day in one Jesse Jive. Like, that move up to get Elijah Vera Tucker was genius, man. I didn't expect it. I remember when I called a couple weeks ago, you're like, you put me on the spot, and I crashed, and I, and I spit it out. Like, all right, Elijah Vera Tucker. <laughs> like, you know, I, just, I just spit it out. I was like, fine, Elijah Vera Tucker. That's what it's going to be. And um, I didn't expect it, though. Even after I got off the phone with you, I was like, oh, he's not going to be taken. He's, I mean, he's not going to be there at 23. There's no way we're going to get him. I'm like, I don't know why I said that. You know, but to think that when he traded up, I was shocked. And we actually pulled it off and, put, and got, like, arguably the best offensive lineman or our, the best guard in the, in the draft. So um, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, man, like, this is a different regime, man. Like, the moves that Joe made last year and this year – I got to say, man, he's really impressing me, man. That aggressiveness, when you know you have a guy that you want on your team and you go up and get him, that shows me you got a plan. That shows me that you know what you're doing. Even to get the Elijah Moore pick, I was shocked. You know, I was like, yo, like you ha- they must have a plan for what they're doing. I think they went best uh, player available at the time for Elijah Moore, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm happy for this because – I, I compared him to Waddle, you know, so the Dolphins got Waddle, mm-hmm. but I was like, Elijah Moore kind of can do the same things. And I was like, all right, whoever gets Elijah Moore is going to get a, a stud down there in the second round. So I, I didn't think it was going to be us, though. So when I look at this all, I'm like, man, I feel bad for your boy Sam Darnold because, like, we did, we've done more for Zach Wilson already than we've ever did for Sam, like, keeping it, above, keeping, it around, keeping it real with you. So I'm excited. Yeah. Here we go. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped up because I feel like we really have a really good coach, coaching staff, uh, and uh, head office. Because mm-hmm. uh, it seems like they took all into this. Like, you know, you know, you've had a million drafts where the Jets making defensive players. When, when have we taken all three offensive players to start the draft? It's never happened. You know, like so they yeah. uh, clearly want to put um, Zach Wilson in the best position to succeed. And I'm not mad at it. Like I did want to get defense today, but after getting Elijah Moore, and I've seen his highlights, bro. He he he's a burner. He, he, he can take it to the mm-hmm. house. And, yes, uh, I know we got Jameson Crowder, and uh, I don't want to see him go, man. I really don't. But we, we might have to just uh, trade him. And, you know, it's going to be a whole new team. It's going to be a whole new regime. And well, I was well, really, well, before, really excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I'm hyped, too. I hear that you're hyped. And, again, I want to thank you for calling in. Now, let's dissect this because I want to go back and forth with you. Um, you talked a little bit about, you know, Vera Tucker, us moving up for him. I know that there's some Jets fans that feel like, giving away two third rounders for him to move up was a bit much because they wanted to see the Jets continue to address other needs on this football team, corner, pass rush, and all those things in those mid-rounds. So when you look at that situation, what do you say to those fans that think, hey, two third rounders could have been, you know, to a pass rusher in a corner or could have been, you know, another wide receiver and maybe a corner combo or something like that? What do you say to those people when you talk about, you know, the, the, the us moving up to get that top lineman? Do you, do you think that, if we would have kept those two rounders, we'd be better off. Two third rounders, we would have been better off. What, what, I would, what I would say to those fans is that quality is better than quantity. When you have mm. a team that's this bad and you're start, you need foundational pieces, and, and, yeah, we can have multiple third-round picks and pick a bunch of average guys that may or may not hit, but when you know that this guy is a, a – they're saying he's already a Pro Bowl guard – people are saying he's projected to be, and you know that's who you want on your squad to protect your, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, it makes perfect sense to do whatever you got to do to get it. Draft, people forget, draft picks are not players yet. They're just picks. 
There's just assets to get the players you want. So if you know who you want, yeah. then screw the picks. Like, get the guy you want. We still have, like, nine other picks after that, you know? So, like, we, we came into this draft not with, like, five picks or seven picks. If, it, if we had, like, seven, seven picks and we gave up two, two of them, I'd be like, damn, we only get, like, five more players in the draft. That's kind of tough. I get it. But we have a bunch of picks. And uh, tomorrow's yeah. going to be a big day. But right now, I'm really excited because I'm looking at this team and I'm like, this is a different – I've never felt this way as a Jet fan before. Like, I've always been like, all right, cool, you know, we've got some defensive linemen. You know, I don't know what they're going with for you. It seems like they came in here with a plan and they're executing it. Yeah, and, and it does. So now we're now I want to I go there with you because we move up to 14. Like you said, you love the pick. I love the pick of Tucker as well. Two third rounders, okay, whatever. If you you're going to get going up to get a top lineman after what we've seen from this team, after what we've seen in the past from this offensive line, how bad they've been. <laughs> yes, thirty second ranked offense no, twice in a row, baby. I'm not willing to go back. Okay, I need protection. Okay, and so we go up, we get Vera Tucker. <laughs> Now, something that happened that I don't think anyone could foresee, you got Tevin Jenkins sliding, right? Not only does he slide out the top 15, he slides into the second round, my man. I think we were all shocked. So now we're sitting here. You know, you're watching the draft live with us. We take Elijah Moore over Tevin Jenkins and Creed Humphrey. What do you say to those people that are like, look, we all know offensive line was our biggest need. It was our biggest issue. Like you said as well, Sam Darnold, that guy never had a chance, man. Never. Here we go. He never had a chance. Yeah, that so, offensive line was horrific, <laughs> right? So we don't yeah, want I feel, I feel Greg Van Roten. We don't want Lewis starting. Here it is right here. The board plays out wonderfully. We take Elijah Moore, a wide receiver, over Creed Humphrey or Tevin Jenkins. How do you feel about that situation, man? Don't you think we should have taken Creed Humphrey? I mean, he could have bettered our situation. What, what are we doing up front? Okay, so I know, I know, I know you wanted an offensive lineman right here, and uh, I completely get you on that, bro. I I feel like it could have been a pick that would have been great. Um, they went okay. skill player. They went offensive last last yesterday, so I can't knock it. And I'm, it's not like there aren't other offensive linemen that we can get and take some swings on in the in the fourth round and beyond. Mm-hmm. But um, or you know, we might even trade up. You know, who knows? But what, what, what could happen with Joe Douglas? But don't be discouraged because Elijah Moore is not like we just traded. We 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 didn't get an offensive lineman and we got some random dude that we're like, who is this? Elijah Moore was a, was projected to be a first rounder. You know, a, you know this in the offseason. So I look at it like this. We have we did get an offensive lineman in the off, in, in um free agency. I'm not sure the guy's name. But clearly they see something with him. Uh, last year, our offensive linemen were, were all new, all new squad, had no real chemistry, and we had the pandemic. Hopefully with mm-hmm. this, Kevin Jenkins coming in, Makai Becton, Connor McGovern, they, they have faith in Connor, and now we have Greg Roten, Alex Lewis. We might cut Alex Lewis. You never know. Um, and they just signed somebody else, and we got obviously Chubas Olga and uh, George Fant. If they mm-hmm. compete in in in, uh, in the off season, I mean in the training camp, and they find a chemistry that works, then we're just gonna have to settle for having. Because uh, in, in my in my estimation, I believe we have three, you know, solid spots on the offensive line. Uh, that's mm. 
right tackle, left tackle, and now we're telling Jenkins at guard. I know some people. I know you don't like George Fant like that. I I, I think he's a he's a good player. Conor McGovern, they they think he had a down year because of the situation. They they believe in him. All right, keep him. So really, you're talking about the other guard spot that you're trying to fill. With that other guard spot, we can. There's Kendrick Green. He's still he's still available, and and he's looking like he might go in the fourth round. We can still address that possibly. We got wide receiver out the way. Great. We don't got to address that at all anymore. And then we got running back, tight end, maybe and cornerback and edge. So we just got to see how how the draft board falls. There's still a possibility to get some more people in here, but don't be don't be mad about Elijah Moore pick because he's gonna he, watch when we when he starts scoring touchdowns. You're gonna be glad we got him. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I, you know, I'm not upset about it. I'm just, you know, I'm just asking the questions. I'm asking the questions. I want to hear from no, people. I know. My next question for you, <laughs> yeah, my next, my next question for you is Elijah Moore being here. Do you think this makes Crowder, you know, disposable? Are you a guy that wants to see uh, Crowder be traded now at this point? Yeah, yeah. As I said before, I I, I love Crowder, man. He's like one of the best slot receivers in the league. So I um. I think you have to trade him though. Like I, I don't want to see this. this wow. Honestly, he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite Jets. I'm not. Hey, hey. He's one of my favorite Jets on the squad. I'm not gonna lie. But he, he his contract. When we got Elijah Moore, trading him for a pick or maybe if trading him for a cornerback or trading him for you know uh, something that we need or you know some picks next year. I don't know. Might just set us up in a position where hey, we start new put Elijah Moore in the slot and see what we can do with this new squad. And only because we got Elijah Moore would I do that. I wouldn't, and he's a, he's a really talented, so he might be getting a second-round second pick, you never know, for, um, for Jameson. And, and that's just the business. Do I want to see him go? Like, you know, because I, cause I have a, you know, tr- like I, you know, I love the guy. I got I to, gotta like, you know, uh, I like what he played for us. He's one of our best players. You know, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, gotta, I can't be emotional when I'm making these decisions. Now, if I'm being GM, I, I would trade him. <clears throat> yeah, well, here's my deal, and I hear your take there. Um, but my my thing is, after Davis, Mims, Elijah Moore, now now that he's on the roster, but after Davis and Mims, before we drafted Elijah Moore, you don't have anybody, really. You know, I mean, Keelan Cole is now added in as well, but you got Braxton Berrios, Dotson. These guys, like, I don't understand why we can't keep Jameson Crowder at this point. Why can't we keep him? I mean, because we saw right. the injuries rack up. We saw the injuries rack up throughout our throughout our our offense as a whole. But we saw the injuries rack up on our wide receiver position this year, and we saw how it greatly impacted us and affected us. If you look at a lot of these top offenses around the league, dude, they can go four wide, sometimes even five wide, and have guys that can absolutely destroy you and get after you. Also, as well, why not keep Elijah Moore, have him groom and come up under you know Crowder? And then move on from Crowder next season. Why do we have to trade him now? Why do we have to get rid of yeah. him now? Hell, Crowder yeah, make was our best. Good. Honestly, you could argue. You could argue he was our best wide receiver last year. I think he led our team no, no, in, he, uh, he in, in yards. Yeah, not even argue. He, he was. He was definitely. He's been for the past two years. Yeah. So you're right. And you make up a great point. We did have a lot of injuries, but um, yeah. uh, being that he's such a great asset, and you have the same position being filled, you have an opportunity now to trade him and get more value for him. But if you, but mm. I'm not against keeping Jamison Crowder, and I don't want to argue against him being on our team because I love the guy. But um, I'm yeah. looking at it from a GM perspective. Um, if he came, if we keep him, which we can, and, and he's groomed under, Elijah Moore's groomed under him, I love that. You know, and we have depth at that point. So um, yep. I'm, I'm totally down for keeping him as well, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But I know a lot of Jets fans that are just immediately say, hey, throw this guy away, get him out of here. And I'm like, hey, I remember Chris Hogan being out there. I remember there were guys that we didn't like at all <laughs> out there because our yeah, wide receiver core was so We didn't get everybody. Yeah, we yeah, we didn't get everybody healthy until what, like week, I think it was like week 10 was the first time that, that we had like our entire wide receiver core healthy at one point. It was with Joe Flacco, I remember. That was the first week that everybody yeah. was healthy, that we had guys out there, Rashad That's Perryman true. and Crowder uh, and, you know, so, you know, even Mims missed and some Joe time Flacco last year. So, in that game, I, if I remember correctly, he kind of showed us that, hey, maybe we do have weapons here, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, so. but honestly, um, you're right. You know, keeping Jamison, I wouldn't mind that. You know, and I'm not trying to, you know, say just toss him out like he's trash. I'm just saying there's an opportunity yeah. out here if, because his value is high. Uh, it's to, to get some yeah. capital. And I know Bill Douglas values the draft capital. Clearly we see what he's doing today and what he did last year. Um, and we have so many picks this year and next year. So you never know, you know. So he's, he's, he's definitely, you know, creative in the way he's promoting this team. I'm just happy that we went three offensive players. Now, granted, I think our, our defense needs some work, but they are taking this seriously about putting something around our rookie quarterback. And yeah. I'm like when I say that, when I say that we should be excited as a Jets fan, and I'm, why I'm so excited, I'm rambling and all that stuff is because <laughs> I see that I see that like if things have changed, you know, I can tell yeah. that when we when we get stuff on the field first game next season. It's not the same team. It's a completely different team. And it's going to be interesting yeah. to watch and see how this develops because we don't know. We, for all we know, we can go, you know, what, I think it was like now uh, nine, and, 9 and 7 or 9 and 8, 9 and 8, or we, can, we might go, you know, 6 and, you know, six and 9 or, I mean, 6 and whatever, you know. So you, you never know how things might land with the way the team is. It's going to be a mystery, but I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So my final question before I let you go, and again, man, I want to thank you for calling in. You really spit some fire tonight, my friend. I'm now, currently, the New York Jets are sitting, you know, our next pick currently. We got, uh, you know, some fourth rounders coming up. What position group would you want to see them address with these next upcoming picks? You know, it has to get – I need a cornerback before we I, – I, first things first, I want a cornerback mm. right away, right away. So unless unless they have a plan to get Sherman in the building, then I want a quarterback next. I don't want anything else. Okay. Maybe tight end. Okay. If they if, if uh, I don't, no, actually not even tight. End. I want a cornerback. I want a cornerback. That's it. Edge okay. maybe, okay. but mostly cornerback. I found Samuel Junior just got went to the Chargers, so that's who I wanted. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're not gonna be able to get him. There's also Kelvin Joseph coming up. Um, so we never know where we'll, we'll, we'll fall. I do bet like Michael Carter as well as a halfback. So I'll say halfback mm-hmm. for a quarter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Listen, thank you for calling in, man. You spit a lot of fire tonight, man. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep watching this draft. Salute thank to you. You, you have a good night, and my props friend. Props to yourself, man. You're telling it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for your kind words. You have a good one. Take care, man. Go Jets. Man, listen. <laughs> Salute to everybody. We're going to keep on going, man. A lot of people, a lot of Jets fans calling in, spitting that fire. Again, we're watching the draft live. These are live reactions. We're moving and shaking and bouncing. Uh, The Cowboys got uh, Kelvin Joseph, a cornerback at 12. 
Walker Little, another offensive tackle off the board to the Jags at 13 or at 45, excuse me. Uh, the, the Cowboys selected Kelvin Joseph at 44 as well. Jackson Cartman, an offensive tackle from Clemson. He goes off the board to the Bengals at 46. Asante Samuel Jr., a guy that I talked about, man, a guy that I talked about that I thought the Jets could target, another corner, you know what I'm saying, from Florida State. He goes to the Chargers at 47. Whoa, let me tell you something. Chargers are building something nasty. That defense is getting put together, all right? That defense is getting put together. Aaron Banks from Notre Dame, another guard. He's going to the Niners at 48. People are making moves, man. People are making moves. The Jets have made some moves as well. Elijah Moore, again, the New York Jets select Elijah Moore at 34, wide receiver. Creed Humphrey, Tevin Jenkins on the board. We took a wide receiver who's going to come in and be a steady set of hands for our young quarterback. So we're going to see how it happens, continuing to move forward. We're going to get back to the lines in just a second. I want to go to my guys in the chat. Salute to all the savages in the chat, all my guys and girls as well. Salute to all of you. Christopher Cancel in the, in the chat says, Joe, do you believe Mr. Tucker has similar abilities like, like Mangold since they share the same position on the O-line? Salute to you, Christopher Cancel. Always like talking to you. Good to see you in the chat. Here's the deal. It's tough for me to kind of like, when I, when I talk about players, it's tough for me to compare them to, like, you know, other players or great, you know, great players. I believe that Tucker is a very solid offensive lineman, Vera Tucker. He's going to come in. He's going to maul people. He's a guy that I think, especially in the run game, I think is going to be successful here. I really like what he brings to the table. He's an SC guy. He's going to be tough up front. I just I can't wait to see him, especially if he's next to Makai Becton. Whew, that left side is going to be something else. I, we're just going to run power left. Just go ahead, run left, all single, all day, every day. Don't matter. We're going to get these yards. So salute to you, uh, Christopher Cancel. You know what I'm saying? Please, again, keep, you know, hitting up the chat. Please keep asking those questions. We'll continue to go back and forth with you as well as getting to our line. So now we're going to get back to our lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is a number. Call in. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I can see you. You're in a queue. If you call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, you'll be in the abyss. I'll never be able to bring you on, all right? Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Wherever you're watching me from, please subscribe to the channel, turn on your notifications. Please give my stream a thumbs up as well and share my stream, you know, to your friends and family. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep getting to these lines. I'm going to go to my guy, Jason, man. We're going to my guy, Jason, at 661. 661, I'm coming directly to you. Jason, my friend, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets selecting Vera Tucker. How do you feel about the Jets moving up? Do you think we got fleeced? You know what? I, you know, I did say, you know, Joe Douglas would have to be have to do something special because of what he did in the free, free agent. And you know what? He did something. He shut my mouth. I, I told him that he better do something special <laughs> to get us some God. And man, he's like he he shut me up with the God situation. Man, what amazing <laughs> pick he did on that! Holy smokes! Yeah, uh, listen. Look, Joe Douglas, he's out to silence people. He's out to silence the critics. He's going to do his work and handle business, all right? I know a lot of people, and we talked about this before, the idea of trading up. And, you know, especially early, I was saying to myself, ah, trading up sounds kind of tough, but we have a lot of holes. We have a lot of needs. But especially as the draft continued to draw closer and closer, we started to hear, you know, from different people about how guys that we coveted was being targeted by other teams. 
And that was what kind of brought me to the idea of maybe we could trade up from 20 or from 23 to 20 and still be able to grab Vera Tucker. Maybe that's something that we could do. And I just want to trade up three spots. I don't want to give up too much capital, but just trade up three spots. But then as it, as it started to draw nearer, I felt like the Vikings were going to be the, the team to take him. And so for me, watching Joe Douglas move up, get aggressive for a guy that he wants, showed me a lot, man. Shows me that he's just not going to sit back and, you know, just take whatever falls to him. If he covets a guy and that's the guy that he wants, he's going to do whatever it takes to attack that position, especially if it's a position of great need. And that's exactly what, you know, our offensive line issues that we have. It's a position of need. And so he went out and grabbed the guy and did what it took. So I thought it was a solid trade, especially we gave up two third-rounders, but we got a fourth-round back, and we got one, you know, to me, in my opinion, one of the top linemen in this draft. Um, he's going to come in, and he, he's going to protect our young quarterback as well. And I want to talk to you about that, too, because we didn't get to speak about, you know, selecting Zach Wilson. How do you feel about us taking Zach Wilson at two? Do you think he'll be able – to, you know, survive the pressure and expectations that comes with playing quarterback in the New York market. Well, again, from um, I, again, I want Justin Fields, but you know what? Zach Wilson's our QB, and I'm going to support him until he's not. And so mm-hmm. from what I watched is he, he looks like he's, he's – every question he people have talked to him seems like he had the right answers. seems like he's not – He's not scaled. He seems he's confident. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be he, – he looks like he has a Sam mentality a little bit. Like, he could mm. like, these guys can't – and I I think he's going to do well. I think I'm hopeful now that we get this pick right, and hopefully we mm. can build for the future, for the Super Bowl. And, again, it starts – and I'm I'm yeah, I'm mixed feelings with the second, second one pick, but you know what? There's still plenty of – Offensive lineman, um, Creed is still out there. So we could do a potential trade that I think if Creed falls enough, I think we might do a trade that um, that might get us up there if we want an offensive lineman. Okay, and well, that that's a great you know great take there. If the guy can, if Creed Humphrey continues to fall, maybe I don't know, maybe he falls out of the second round. What exactly do you think that trade would look like? Are you a guy that's wanting to give away more capital for future drafts to move up in this draft, or what are you doing? Well, since we drafted a wide receiver, I know you guys were talking about this before, but since Crowder, mm-hmm. since Crowder ain't going to be here for the long term, use Crowder to help us for the future and quarters, hopefully we could get a third round pick. And, or if we want, if we want to go to the second round, I could see us trade Crowder and maybe a fourth round pick to try to mm. to a second round pick. We feel if this receiver is ready or we feel like, or we just feel like Crowder, it, it's a possibility. But again, it's a little bit of risk, but I'm open to the risk. Okay, okay. Look, I hear you there. Now I want to get to that second-round pick with you because you look at this situation. Creed Humphrey, Tevin Jenkins are there. We all talked about how much of a need the offensive line was and how we needed to attack that situation and make sure that it was better for our young quarterback that we now had in the building in Zach Wilson. We went and got Vera Tucker. Now we're sitting in the second round. Tevin Jenkins slides. Creed Humphrey's there. We take Elijah Moore. What are your thoughts about that pick? Uh, do you like Elijah Moore? And what are your thoughts about a selecting a wide receiver over two offensive linemen that people really coveted? 
Well, to be honest, my my big worries right now is the right guard. Who's going to be able to start there? And I do not trust them to be able to hold that guard spot. So I'm looking forward mm. to, even though I would like to have, again, Jenkins. And, again, it's interesting. I want to know why he fell because every, mm. every year there's one that always fell for some reason, and I guess it was him. Why did he fall that much? And, and, um, and again, just the receivers, looking at the receiver. The receiver's great. He's a slot. And so I knew we would have to, if we were going to get a receiver like that, I knew Crowder could be on his way out. And so mm. seeing that, and uh, Giants got a good player. But um, okay. it's just that, I just, the stuff that I see that I knew if we got a wide receiver, that Crowder could be on the way out. Okay. Look, I hear you. I hear you. And that, those are a lot of great takes, man. So my final question before I let you go is, you're looking at this situation now. Joe Douglas has made moves. Things are shaking and moving. What position group do you want to see him address with these next picks that we have in the fourth round? Well, to be honest, um, a lot of people are calling out saying running back. Um, running back, I don't think is a major need, um, especially where this system where it uses a bunch of running backs. It's not just one yep. running back specific. So I believe with the – from what we have so far, I believe in the running backs we have, and we can wait on this year, and we could, and we could um, fix that probably next year with corner with a couple of our um, positions. But right now, I'd be looking at tight end because we need because in the 49 system or the system we have now, they need they use tight end very well, so we have to make sure yeah. that we have to draft tight end and then maybe go for offensive line again. With either guard, tackle, one of, or a center, just for just in case situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes forward. I hear you, man. You had some great takes tonight, man. Let me give you a hand, man, because you had one heck of a call. You really did. Studio audience, give this man a hand. much not too much studio audience don't get crazy we you know we're still we still watching draft listen jason man i got to get back to the rest of these lines they're heating up i want to thank you for calling in my friend you have a good one you too man jets up jets up let's go let's go listen let's go Now, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody, wherever you're watching me from. Please give my stream a thumbs up. If you're on YouTube or wherever you please follow me if you're on other platforms that I stream on. But if you're on YouTube, please subscribe. Subscribe, turn on your notifications so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, okay? I want to talk to people. I want to hear your thoughts about this football team. I want to hear your thoughts about football, period. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of things moving and shaking. I know, uh, again, we're still watching the draft here. Uh, Rondell Moore goes to the Cardinals at 49. Rondell Moore, the wide receiver from Purdue. Uh, the Giants end up with Aziz at 50. Outside backer, he's definitely going to get after it. That guy's from Georgia. He's a monster. The Washington football team at 51 ends up with Samuel Kinsimi. He's a tackle. I targeted him as well. He's going to be a solid guy in the league too. Guys are making moves. Even going back to, you know, us talking about our, our uh, you know, our handling of the offensive line position, you look at this situation, 
I know, you know, and I've talked about it. I wanted Creed. I wanted Tevin Jenkins. Feeling like, okay, we got Vera Tucker. What are we going to do at that other side? Because nobody wants to see Lewis or Van Roten on the other side. Maybe they're high on Cam Clark, you know? Those are two guys we didn't see, Cam Clark and Morgan. We didn't see much of those guys at all. Maybe they're high on Cam Clark. Maybe Cam Clark, you know, steps in this year and does his thing. So we're going to see. But we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-969, 515-602-969. This is my guy, Sean, on the line. We got to talk to Sean, man. 201, we're coming to Sean really quickly. You know what I'm saying? I like Sean. We got to get into it, man, because we always end up fighting about something anyway. You know, we always end up arguing yeah. about something. So I guess we're going to – yeah, I guess we're going to argue today. Here we go. Here we go. You know, I try to be cool with Sean, but he don't, you know, he don't want to be cool with me. So we got to, you know, we got to wrestle and tussle, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, so when you look at this situation, Sean, I want to start at the very top of the draft with you, man, because we didn't get to talk about it yet. Yes, Zach Wilson, right, at two. We take okay. it. How are you feeling about that situation, my man? I feel absolutely uh, ecstatic right now. Um, he's he, he's a I don't know he's a he's a baller to me. You know he he wants to prove himself. He has a chip on his shoulder. You know um, a lot of people doubt him. A lot of people think he might be a bust. But you know in due time, you know I think we're building this the right way. You know we got a uh, we got uh, Elijah. Elijah's Elijah's a beast too. And now we just got uh, Eli, you know, and I feel like with the whole Eli situation and I was looking at different comments and stuff like that, we needed a running back. So what he did was we also need a wide receiver. So with that Shanahan system, that's like a plug-and-play right there. That's, you know, you get a versatile person in a, you know, a wide receiver slash running back, you know, and that's what we need. We got, you know, two and one. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the second pick in the first round, just the second – or second pick – uh, in, the, in the second round in just a second. But even looking at the situation when you're talking about, you know, selecting Zach Wilson, there was a lot of fans that wanted to see us trade for Aaron Rodgers because, you know, that news started blaring about as well. What are your thoughts about that? Would you have rather have the Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers or draft Zach Wilson? Like, I, I, I would I, I would have uh, – I don't know. I kind of like this situation because, to be honest, we need players, you know. If we take – if we take uh, we take Aaron Rodgers, that would be crazy. I would like that. I would love it. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a Hall of Famer right there. But uh, he would also be complaining about how we don't have nothing surrounding around him. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts about us trading up for Vera Tucker? How do you like that situation? There are some Jets fans that felt like we got fleeced. No, I, I think he's, you know, he's a top ten uh, guard, you know, slash uh, left tackle, you know. Um, I You know, I feel like maybe we should have uh, – you know, maybe we could have waited, but then again, I don't know. You know, he played the board how he thought it was going <laughs> to turn out, and uh, I feel like he did a good job. You know, we all wanted him. You know, we needed a guard, so you know, he's one of the top guards in the in the in the, in the draft right now. So you know, I think he did a pretty good job. I don't want to be too negative. You know, I just want to be positive. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Look, I respect that. I respect that. Now we slide and we talking about that second round, man. You look at this situation, Tevin Jenkins, Creed Humphrey is there in the second round. We're all thinking, man, if the Jags don't, if the Jags take somebody, let's say they take Tevin Jenkins, okay, we end up with Creed Humphrey. Or say the Jags take Creed Humphrey, hey, okay, we end up with Tevin Jenkins. The Jags take a corner, and we're like, dude, the board played out wonderfully. And instead of taking either one of those guys, 
he takes Elijah Moore, man. What are your thoughts about him passing up on gaining some offensive line help to take Elijah Moore? Are you that high on him? I mean, after I looked at him, I wasn't I wasn't so crazy about wide receivers and until I looked into him and I feel like that's 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 a that's a good thing because we don't even know. We weren't that high, but they were. And then when you really look at him, you got, you know, he's a baller. You know, Stephon Diggs, Odell Beckham, they're, they're giving this guy, you know, high praise. After looking around, I'm like, yo, this guy's a baller, man. We, you know, that's the type of people we need in this building that's going to uplift person. It's not, you know, it's, it's, they're, all, they're all positive people. They have good character. That's what they're talking about, bringing in good character people, people that want to be leaders, people that want to win, man. And he seems like he's a very hungry dude, and that's what we need, you know. Um, would I have loved to uh, move back? Yeah, and take the dude from uh, Notre Dame. I would have loved that. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm. You know, we got a versatile player right now, and I feel like, you know, we could do a lot. Okay, okay. Um, so when you look at the situation now, with him being here, there's a lot of Jets fans that are ready to throw Crowder overboard. Get him out of here. <laughs> there's a lot of Jets fans that yeah. are ready to immediately move on from him. Here like, we go! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're already talking about trading him right now. What are your thoughts about that situation? Nah. Do you think the selection of more makes Crowder just extend, expendable? Um, I feel like, to be honest, like, we, 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 why do we need to get rid of them? You know, like, you know, we, we need yeah. players, you know, we need yeah. players. The more, you know, when Jamison Crowder went down, who do we have? Braxton Berrios, you know, he'll, he'll give yeah. you a couple yeah. catches in the game. And then when it comes down to the important down, he'll fumble the ball. He, he fumbles the ball. You know what I'm saying? So like the more players, the better, the better the situation. It brings in competition. We we need competition. These these young cats be coming in here, and they feel like you know some of them might come in and feel like they might be the best player on the Jets. Now you bring in more more competition. Now they're like, whoa, whoa, you know. Now it makes Denzel Mims, damn, I I think I got to work harder now. My my slot, my my position might not be safe now. You know, I got this dude a lot mm. more coming in. He might, get, you know, what I'm saying that's what we need. Yeah. We need to elevate the team and and. Stop making these players comfortable because as soon as they start getting comfortable, that's when they feel like, oh, you know, you're the Jets, you know, we, you know, you need me, I don't need you, you know. So I feel like, I feel like <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're doing a good, we're doing a good job, man. We're doing a really good job, man, and that's the attitude we need. We need the ballers, man. We need people. It's crazy because you actually got players that are known like Stephon Diggs, Odell Beckham, all these players. Um, uh, uh, I think uh, Makai, not I'm um, not Makai, um, DJ, uh, DK Mac, Metcalf. Um, they're all reaching out to this dude more. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need. If these people are reaching out, what does that say about the kid? You know? And we don't have that on our squad. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no big time players like that reaching out saying we got a stud like that. You know? And that's what we need. We need we need that. And and even yeah. uh, even Zach just reached out to uh, Moore and told him, yo, he, he's uh, he's ecstatic about him. So I feel like you know we're doing a good job, you know. I just hope yeah. we get the yeah. picks back, man. I, I was thinking, to be honest, I'm thinking that we was gonna trade Jamison Crowder to get back into the second round. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities out there. You know, we could end up trading uh, future capital as well 
to uh, move back yep. up properly in the, in the third. Or, you know, that's something that we could see. Again, there was a lot of people that didn't think that Joe Douglas would ever trade up to begin with. I talked with a lot of Jets fans. I know. Like, he's not going to do that. He's just going to sit there. He's not going to do it. He's just going to sit there with a stiff face and just do whatever. And I was like, hey, uh, you know, I think if he covered somebody, he will. I was even shocked that he moved up that far. But, hey, he did it, and that was, that was a good deal. So my final question for you, Sean, before I let you go. Go ahead. What's so crazy about this is all these different reporters were saying how we're going to do this and do that. We're going to, we're eyeing yes. uh, the running back from North Carolina yep. and none of that yep. was right. None of that. And I'm like, yo, I don't even know who to, I don't even know who to believe anymore. Honestly, I don't know who's their source because they went in a whole different direction. And as soon as we got Elijah Moore, they're like, Oh, Oh, oh my God! This guy is great. Blah blah blah. It's like you guys, you guys told us we was gonna get a running back. Then you told us we was gonna trade back. So I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> Everybody's Everybody. no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 Bro, everybody's wrong, Sean. Everybody was wrong. All the beat guys that you know, and I respectfully, you know, I love, I love Jets beat, but man, man, <laughs> hey, it's crazy, it's crazy. So, my final question for you is: When you look at this draft so far, what has been the most shocking thing you thought you've seen happen? You know, out of this first and second round, whether it be moves up or players going certain places that you didn't think they were going to go, what shocked you the most so far? Honestly, the sources, because mm. I'm sitting up here thinking like, wow, we're about to get this player, we're about to get it. And everybody was wrong about everything. The only pick that I feel like everybody knew about was Zach Wilson, you know? Yeah. And I feel like after that, everything is up for grabs right now. And I feel like, you know, we're in a new, this is a new era, and nobody knows what direction the Jets is going. And I like that, you know? I don't even know. You know, I sat there and said, maybe yeah. we're going to get a guard. We ended up getting a guard. I did not think that we was going to go get more, honestly. I didn't think we was going to get Elijah Moore. That threw me off. Yeah. I thought we was going to get uh, the tight end maybe or the running back or maybe uh, Tevin, Tevin Jenkins. I thought we were going to go for that, you know. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I love it. I love it personally because these, these cats don't know what they're doing right now. They don't know who's, who's telling lies. I don't even know what's going on. Ian Rappaport, Ian Rappaport don't even know what's going on. He tells you right before the pick happens, oh, the Jets are staying. Of course the Jets are staying because they just said the pick is in. You know, so it's just like, what's going on? You know, these people don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, listen, everyone thinks they know it. Hell no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no, hell to the no, to the no, no, no. Everybody thinks you know what you what you think you know. Hell no, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Listen, Sean, I gotta get back to these lines. So to you, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, bro, I want to hear from you. All right. Always jet up, baby, jet up. All right, salute, peace. Listen, Sean calling in, like he said, you know, and I want to show respect to everybody. I really, really do. I love the Jets beat. I love everybody that writes about the football team. You know, I love all my Jets fans, no matter who you are, where you're from. You bleed green like I bleed green. Then, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We stick together. But there's been a lot of takes from free agency to the draft that has not panned out. <laughs> like, 
it'd be pretty bad, you know what I mean? And uh, Joe Douglas just continues to churn and burn as he does his thing. So I'm going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. When you call in, you know, don't call in, hang up, call in and hang up. I'll never see you. I have everybody in a, in a queue. I can see you. Also, when you call in, please mind your background, all right? Turn down your TV. I don't want to hear Mel Kuyper, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? I like the guy a lot, but I don't want to hear him through, you know, your TV. Also, you know, don't curse because i get you out of here fast, all right? Fast. I'm talking real fast. Faster than the people that think they know what they're talking about when it comes to Joe Douglas, and then they don't because the picks or the pickups don't ever turn out to be completely correct. Straight crash. You got to watch what you're doing. You got to watch what you're saying when it comes to Joe Douglas because, uh, I don't think anybody really knows what Joe Douglas is going to do except for Joe Douglas. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. I'm coming to 646. I think it's my guy, Colin, on the line. I think this is Colin. We're coming to 646. Colin, salute to you. Yes, salute to you, my man. I want to thank you for calling in. Give me your thoughts, all right? Vera Tucker, how are you feeling about that? What are your thoughts about us moving up to grab him? I'll I'll be honest with you, Joe. I know that's your guy. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really wanted to keep those two third round picks. Okay, um, go ahead. Give us your take. So I'm kind, I'm kind of like on the fence right now. Like I know, I know okay. Tucker is, 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 um, was a great pick, right? But I'm yeah. still looking at, you know, what we could have done if we had two, two additional picks in the third round. Um, okay. Because like right now, I feel like you know, like everything is on hold right now, right? We have. Mm-hmm. The remaining second round, third round, if we don't move up, we have to wait until tomorrow to see, you know, who who's left, you know, when, when we pick in the fourth round. Um, mm. and my, my, my take on that is usually, you know, fourth round guys are not going to be starters right away. So, um, yeah. Um, okay, look, you know. And, and I, I'm talking, we, I'm we got talking we got we got we got our fans. left tackle in Beckton and, and the guard right, so we yeah. we give um, Wilson more than enough protection. So now it's just a matter of you know, are we gonna you know are we gonna hit on those picks now? So um, yeah, I guess time will. Yeah, and listen, listen. Yeah. And, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. I've, I've talked with a lot of Jets fans that you know feel the same way that you do. I'm not knocking you for your take. You know, I, again, I love your Tucker. But I can see your argument where you could say, okay, look, I like the trade, but if we kept those two third-rounders, we could address, you know, corner or pass rusher. Some people even wanted us to go O-line, you know, maybe again in later rounds as well to continue to shore up issues. Or, you know, even grabbing ourselves a, a wide receiver like we did, you know, with Elijah Moore, but grabbing, him, grabbing a wide receiver a little bit later. So I do see your take there. Yeah. I just I feel like this. I understand wanting to keep those two third rounders, but if you can get a top ten lineman, you know, or a you know, a guy that was supposed to be gone, you know, in the top ten as well, I think you do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not knocking the selection, yeah. especially when you feel like this is a guy you covet and Joe Douglas wants to get aggressive to get that guy. Okay, fine. I can see him doing that, especially with offensive line being such a need. Such a need. Now, there is still a hole on that other side for me. Right. I look at the situation right. where yeah. there's Lewis and Van Roden, whoever's going to be starting at that right guard position, there are some issues, and that's going to lead me to my second-round uh, pick for you. You know, with you, I want to get your thoughts on this. Creed Humphrey, Tevin Jenkins slide down into that second round, and we're all like, okay, they're still there. We're we looking at the Jack situation because we're, we're here watching the draft live, 
and the Jags take a corner, and Creed Humphrey Tevin, Te- uh, and Tevin Jenkins are literally knocking at our doors, and we select Elijah Moore. I like the guy. I like it. But wide receiver, you know what I'm saying, which is we still have yeah. a need there. But over offensive line, a lot of people are questioning, what are your thoughts about that situation? Would you have rather us drafted Tevin Jenkins or Creed Humphrey over Elijah Moore? Yeah, so actually, um, I was in I was in the chat in YouTube and all. I opted for trading back and maybe trying okay. to you know get a get a third round, get a third round pick because I just felt like this. There was just so much talent still left in the second round, right? Mm-hmm. Look, look at look at all the other um, offensive tackles that picked after the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. So I just I just felt like you know we could have traded back and we could have got a tackle, like you said, right? Um, yeah. The the wide receiver pick, like I, I kind of feel like we went we went three offensive guys, right, in the first three picks. We have a mm-hmm. defensive minded head coach, but we went three offensive picks. Um, you know, maybe maybe a corner could have been picked on 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 that um, instead of the wide receiver. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not like excited about the pick. Like the player himself is like. A really good, good um, player, but I'm not really excited mm-hmm. about that pick. Um, okay. You know, I I feel like you know Joe Douglas is doing everything necessary right now to make sure that Wilson doesn't fail, right? So mm-hmm. he moved up. Yes. Yeah, he got the yeah. guard. He's he's getting the receiver, yeah. right? Because he cannot mm-hmm. fail with the Wilson pick, because you know, as you know, I, I was a Justin Fields, you know, guy. So as, that, as that's the guy Go I wanted. Talk that talk. So. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I I think Douglas, you know, he's going to make sure he does everything to make sure that Wilson succeeds because he cannot afford to to fail with Wilson, with that pick. Um, yeah. So you know, I'm I'm just you know excited to see what's going to happen in in the fourth round now to see like what kind of players we're gonna we're gonna end up with. Yeah, that's what I'm excited to see as well. If we don't yeah. end up trading back up, because a lot of people are talking about taking future capital and, you know, possibly moving back up. But if we don't do that, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in that fourth round. But I want to go back up because you talked about Zach Wilson. I know we haven't talked about that yet. You look at the situation, we take Zach at two. I know you were a big fields guy. I was as well. You know, I'm not knocking Zach Wilson. I think he's a solid prospect. What are your thoughts about him, you know, being selected here? And do you think he'll be able to survive under the bright lights and all the pressure that comes with playing, you know, in New York for the New York Jets? Yeah, I, I think he will. I think he will. Um, you know, it, it's it's you know, Jets fans is you know they, they they'll cheer for you today and they'll boo for you tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, so with, with Wilson, you know, he, I just hope he, I just hope he doesn't come out and feel like he has to like prove a point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That you know he was he was worth being picked. The second pick overall. Um, just, okay. Just be yourself. Come out and be yourself, and you know, whatever, whatever you know, um, coaching you're gonna get. Don't don't try to come out and be the hero, right? Um, mm, okay. Because this is this is the this is the NFL now. This is this is not college anymore. So yeah. You know, he he just have to find a way to block out all all the noise from the media. And the expectations that everyone's going to put on his shoulders, and you know, just just come out and play the game, you know. So yeah. if he does that, I, I think you know he's not going to have an issue. 
Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I just don't want to see him coming out and, you know, everyone thinks he's just going to be, like, chucking the ball 50, 60 yards down the field and, and making completions. Um, that's not going to happen in the NFL. It's not going to happen like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, what are yeah. your thoughts about some of the fans that would have rather us had traded for Aaron Rodgers versus uh, drafting Zach Wilson? Um, no, I'm not. I'm, I mean, Rodgers is, 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 is one of the greatest, but at his mm-hmm. age, um, you know, I would say no. You know, okay. if, it, if, it was Deshaun, if it was Deshaun Watson, hell yeah. But Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> um, if, the, if the Jets was, you know, like a team like Miami who was, you know, right there, you know, almost mm-hmm. in the playoffs or something like that, yeah, you go get yeah. Rodgers. But when you're two, two and, you know, 14, whatever we were last year, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see what Aaron Rodgers was going to bring to the team. You know, was yeah. he going to take the team all the way to, um, you know, winning, winning, winning um, a Super Bowl or something like that before he retires? Uh, I didn't see that happening. So yeah. Yeah. Not, well, you know, I love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's you know, one of the very few quarterbacks in the league that can really cover up for warts on your on your team. Issues that you have when he steps in, it just seems like those things just go away because he can work magic. But, you know, he's 37, 37 million guaranteed. But at the same time, it's like, what kind of compensation would the Packers be looking for? And I think that that would just completely right. break us. That That's what I – because, yep. you know, again, even when people were talking to me about Deshaun Watson, and I love Deshaun Watson – but this guy's a franchise quarterback, and he's young. You know, you, you, if you thought that, if you thought it was going to be expensive to get Watson, whoa, what what exactly do you have to give up to get Aaron Rodgers? You know, so I, I just think that'd be tough. And even though I love Aaron, it for me, I have the first thing I'm asking is what kind of what kind of compensation are you looking for? Then I just think Green Bay would be looking for too much. But so, you know, I'm glad. To yeah, be, and and they say Wilson is is, is an Aaron Rodgers, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, but they Wilson is like an Aaron Rodgers, so it's so if if that's if that works out to be true, (laughs) yeah, then it then. But I mean, you know, people say, "Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers." There's only one Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Yeah, just keeping it real. There's only one Aaron Rodgers. There's only one one Aaron Rodgers. Only one Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, one only one Brady. Yeah, exactly. How many people have been compared to those players, and really, it's only one of them. So. Um, my final yeah, so question. Joe, let me ask you really quick. Go. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let yeah. you ask a question. Go yeah. ahead. So let me ask you quick. So what do you think we should do on, on, on do tomorrow on the two picks in the fourth round? If we don't trade um, picks, right? What, what do you think? Yeah. What, what are the, the positions you think we should um, address at this point? I think, uh, okay, for me, I'm thinking I'm looking at the situation and I'm saying corner is definitely one of them. And I think you must. I think you'll try to get another offensive lineman, unless we are super sold that Cam Clark is going to be ready to go. Unless Cam Clark is going to be out there and filling that right guard position, I think you go after another offensive, another guard in the fourth round, and you go after a corner in the fourth round. And now the thing is, is of course I'm not loving Bless Austin. Everyone knows we talked about this constantly. Our cornerback position needs work, but you can get a guy in the fourth round that can come in and be your nickelback that can come in and be your slot corner. Cause we need that as well. There's no pool, mm-hmm. you know, this, this cornerback position needs help. So even if we do end up with bless Austin and hall back out there, you've got this fourth round kid that's going to come in 
be solid as a slot corner. And, hell, maybe even Joe Douglas can find a guy that can maybe be a number two corner. I mean, look at Hall. Hall is our number two corner. Joe Douglas got him late in the draft, super late. Right, so right. just yeah, with Joe Douglas scouting ability, yes, with his scouting ability and all that thing, maybe he'll be able to find a guy that can fill in and mature up into something that really can be a starter for us. So I'm corner, right. offensive line, that's where I'm going. Uh, the Elijah Moore pick kind of shocked me a little bit, especially with those linemen there. But when you taking him, you got weapons. You got to continue to shore up the front of your What about a Trey Sermon if he's in the fourth fourth round and he's available? Uh, you think they just I mean, go a running back there? I mean, he can the catch the ball, is, right? So yeah, I mean, I look at I know people want to go running back, and I've heard him. I remember. Uh, was the kid from UNC, UNC as well, the, the running back there, people wanted us to go after him. Here's why I'm not sold on us taking a running back. is because this system that we're running, this Shanahan system, and, again, I'm on the West Coast. I watch the Niners. You don't have to have, like, you don't have to have, like, a great running back. You really don't. You can have Minnie Moe and Jack and still have a great rushing offense. The Niners had that. The, the Niners literally were – it was like Jeff Wilson Jr., Mozart, Jarek McKinnon, they had just like a like a mishmash of backs, and they literally had one of the top rushing offenses in the league. You don't have to have like some unbelievable running back. I understand people want those right. things, you know. There, that's why people were talking about taking Najee Harris at twenty three. That's why some people were talking about taking Travis uh, Etienne in the second round. Some of us wanted to take him at twenty three as well. I get it. Those phenomenal. Those players are phenomenal, but we don't have to have that, and we're not even in the position to honestly do that. Uh, you know, wide receiver, uh, again, I, I, it shocked me, but I was like, okay, I can see it because there's still a need there. Running back, when you look at the system and when you look at how devalued the running back position is, especially with us still having needs, I don't know, man. Taking a running back at four when you still have offensive line needs, when your cornerback position is still in flux, and some people even think, hey, why not address, why not get another pass rusher? Maybe you get another guy that mm-hmm. can come in and be, you know, a rotational pass rusher for you late. Because, yeah, we got Vinny Curry, mm-hmm. but this is not Vinny Curry in his 20s. This is, you know, an older Vinny Curry. We got Lawson. Right, right. We got Q. But after those guys, it's like big-time question marks. Some people even talk about, hey, just get a linebacker because we need linebacker help. So I understand people want to go running back. I get it. But we don't need it. We really don't. I think uh, P. Ryan, Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, and Coleman being brought in as well, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. This running system is all about, especially if LaFleur has learned anything from Kyle Shanahan, who's like his running, this dude is a genius with his running schemes. I've watched the Niners run on teams that people said nobody could run on, and they would come out and just, just absolutely, you know, obliterate them up front. They'd get holes open. The way that they scheme was unbelievable. If LaFleur, who was, you know, one of the guys that was constantly in the mix with Shanahan and, and the offensive game plan, if he can come here and bring that same, those same concepts and ideals here, running that system here, dude, we'll be fine. We don't need a running back. We don't need a star running back. We really don't. We don't even need to take one in later rounds. We're fine with what we have. That's what I truly believe. So, All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm so, excited for the season, so hope, hopefully um, it's going to be fun. Hopefully there's going to be a lot absolutely. of cheers and, and not booze. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> So my final question before I let you go. No, sorry. My final question before I let you go. A lot of people are spent. This has been a long process with the draft and so on and so forth. But before I let you go, give me your most shocking move that you felt has happened in the first or second round of this draft so far. What move to you was just like, whoa, 
I didn't see that coming, and boom, it happened. Honestly, it, it was it was the Bears going all the way up to get Justin Fields. Okay, that, that yeah. was surprising yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, listen. Yeah. I, I, I hope, I got, it, I hope so, it works out for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kids a baller. Kids a baller. But uh, so yeah. I got to get back yeah. to these lines, my friend. Thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. All right, Joe. Take care. Good night. All right, you have a good one, man. Like, I call and call in and spit some fire, man. We're going to get back to these lines again. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. We're talking about the second round of this draft. Whew, there's been some moves, all right? The the Browns have gotten Jeremiah Wosu kamoa inside linebacker from Notre Dame. The Browns take him at 52. Dylan Rundas. Uh, offensive tackle from North Dakota State. The Tennessee Titans get him at 53. Deo they, from Vanderbilt, defensive end. The Colts get him at 54. The Colts continue to build up that defense, and that defense is already nasty. I mean, they absolutely get after it. Pat Fermont, tight end from Penn State. He was one of the guys, you know, I could see the Jets targeting. Goes to the Steelers at 55. Steelers get Najee Harris. They get Pat in the second round. That offense is building up. Ben Roethlisberger, they got some, you know, they got some guys already there as well at the wide receiver position that can really put on to this Pittsburgh offense. You know, might be turning back around again. Uh, Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver from Western Michigan, goes to Seattle Seahawks at 56. Tutu Atwell, another wide receiver from Louisville, goes to the Chargers at 57. Listen, I mean, excuse me, goes to the Rams at 57. Listen, the Rams, you know. They're putting some stuff together, man. They put some stuff together. They've made some moves as well. They went and got Stafford. That offense has always been solid, especially, you know, with uh, with McVay at the helm, man. They're putting things together. So salute to everybody that's made their picks. Well, we're at the 26 picks at this point. But we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking calls. You know what I'm saying? When you call in, please mind your background. Turn down your uh, – mute or turn down your, your TV, you know what I'm saying? Also, you know, no cursing because I get you out of here fast, 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 so fast, you wouldn't even know that Joe Douglas traded up for a top offensive lineman. That was fast. Fast, so fast, Joe Douglas making his moves. I'm going to go to the chat really quickly. Salute to Christopher Cancel again. Christopher Cancel says, why are people judging Aaron Rodgers' age? Brady is in his 40s and still doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from, you know, all uh, all reports, uh, Aaron Rodgers wants an extension. He wants, he wants to keep playing, you know. But uh, there's just a lot of needs, man. I couldn't see us trading for Aaron Rodgers, even though it's tempting because it's Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? But that would, I think you – that would have been asking for too much capital. So we're going to continue to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 number. Call in. Getting back to the lines. I'm coming to 914. 914 coming directly to you, my friend. And I want you to give me your thoughts about the New York Jets trading up for Vera Tucker. How are you feeling about the Jets moving from 23 to 14? Well, I liked it, you know. They didn't give up. I don't think they gave up too much. They recouped a fourth. They were able to keep their second. They didn't give up any future draft capital. It was a good move. And, hey, that, that's your guy. You go get your guy. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I, again, I didn't think the Jets got fleeced either. And I want to again, I want to thank you for calling in. I don't think the Jets got fleeced, but there are some Jets fans out there that weren't necessarily happy about the move. Uh, but I think, like you said, if that's your guy and you covet him, you go up and you get the guy. Two third rounders. That's not too much. Um, you know, so. We still have draft capital again next year that we continue to address, but to get one of the top linemen in the draft, if you want to make that move, you got to go and do it. Now you look at the situation. Guy sliding into the second round, Tevin Jenkins. Nobody thought he would be there. Everybody said, hey, he's going to go in the top 15. Slides into the second round. Creed Humphreys in the second round as well. Jags take a corner. Both of those guys are staring us in the face. We end up taking Elijah Moore in the second. What are your thoughts about that selection? I think that's uh, Douglas atoning for letting Robbie Anderson walk. Because, mm. mm. you know, he is a deep – he has that speed. He is that uh, lightning rod type of warrior. He, he can be a deep threat. So, and mm. what that's really the only piece that this offense is missing in terms of receivers. Mm. I mean, you got your what possession you guys. Just don't, just don't have that mm. big guy who's going to go down the, and get you the – big chunk plays. Mm. What are your thoughts about the people that said, hey, instead of taking Elijah Moore, we should have traded down? How do you feel about that? Do you think that we should have moved down instead of taking Elijah Moore to try to recoup, you know, some of the capital that we lost moving up for uh, Deer Tucker? I think that would have been a good option. You know, I think I don't think there was any really bad option here because, you know, the Jets are – I guess you could say engorged with draft capital over the next few years. So, you know, it's not like we are at a deficiency in terms of capital. And, you know, if you like the player, again, like I said earlier, if you like him, just take him. Okay. Okay. Now you look at the situation, and like you said, if you like him, just take him. There's a lot of people that are saying, hey, we needed offensive line help like none other. And we passed on those guys to take, you know, Elijah Moore. Where do you think the Jets address offensive line? Do you think they do that in the fourth round? Yeah, I, I could see, I could see them doing it. You know, I think Douglas still has. I think they like Cameron Clark, and like I said, um, Fant and McGovern should do better in a zone blocking scheme. Mm, okay. It relies, it relies more. It relies more on athleticism, and it's one that's their big. And obviously, that's fans' biggest strength is his athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm going right there. Like that was that was a great take right there. Like you said, especially with the situation or the scheme, um, the system that we have is changing. Uh, that Shanahan system coming in is going to be huge for us because it's going to change the dynamics of how we do things offensively, and even the personnel that we have. And like you said as well, lots more which, again, we were watching live and we were shocked because I thought for sure it would be Creed Humphrey or it would be uh, Tevin Jenkins that we would take. But bringing in Elijah Moore, this guy's a steady set of hands. He's a speedster. He's a burner. He's a guy that we can put into the offense that's really going to be able to provide some explosion for us. And with him being here now, there's a lot of Jets fans that are looking at the situation. They're looking at the roster and they're saying, hey, Jamison Crowder, this guy's expendable. Let's get rid of him. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Are you a guy that wants to see the Jets move on from Jamison Crowder at this point now? I'm. I'll go either way, but I can understand. I understand the pros of it. Look, the Jets do have a lot of receiver depth. They do have a decent amount of receiver depth, and mm-hmm. this scheme will be much better suited to the receivers that we do have. 
Like I said, he's mm-hmm. older. He's on a bigger. He's on a bigger contract. We know Douglas has been spending the last few years, um, you know, purging the roster of the bad McCagnan contract. Of McCagnan contract, mm-hmm. you know. Even though I know a lot of us like, um, you know, a lot of us like Crowder. I could see, you know, I could see them package him and a fourth to get back in the third round. Maybe, you know, maybe take that corner, maybe take a corner there. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, either way, I mean, I can understand it. And look, if you're worried about injuries, I don't, I don't think it's going to be as big of a problem. I've no, because <clears throat> I noticed that <clears throat> wherever Gase goes, injuries follow, and wherever he leaves, the injury bug tends to die down a bit. Not to mention the Jets injury prevention program where they've got the they got the fitness coaches, the medical staff and the nutrition staff all coordinating together to try to mitigate the risk of injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think all those things are gonna play into a factor. You're giving some great takes right now. Um, especially, like you said, on that injury standpoint, because there's a lot of injuries wherever games does go. That's a, that's a fact. But So when you look at the situation now, um, when you look at Zach Wilson being our quarterback, what were your thoughts about him being selected? And what are your thoughts about some of the fans that would have rather traded for Aaron Rodgers versus drafting uh, oh, please, Mr. Wilson? Oh, please. No. I, I, I've heard people, I think that's ridiculous. Like, Watson was fine because he was like, I was like, Watson was fine because he had youth. He's young. This team needs time mm-hmm. to grow. Aaron Rodgers is on a limited time schedule. Last look for people who are saying Tom Brady, Tom Brady is an exception. You can't ex- you can't expect every quarterback to be able to play into his forties. I remember 2013 when Peyton Manning had his MVP MVP season. Everyone was saying, "Oh yeah, this guy can play for another seven years." And then what happened mm-hmm. two years down the road? He looks completely washed up. If it wasn't for that Broncos defense, he wouldn't have that second ring on his finger. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would never, the situation never, that, yeah, you it, never know when these guys are going to go. You never know. It's like yeah. Brady's lucky I mean, he's able tough, to. Yeah, it's tough for me because I look at the situation. And, I, and again, I love Aaron Rodgers. I do. Dude, he's phenomenal. Uh, but it's just like not only, you know, his age, you know, 37, but again, Maybe he's a guy that can play a little bit past that, but still, it's the compensation I think you'd have to give up for him. We all knew Deshaun Watson was going to be unbelievably expensive. He's a young franchise quarterback, and you got Aaron Rodgers, who is, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks of our decade that's still playing at a high level, even though he's 37. And it's just like, and he'd be 38 when the season starts, still playing at a high level. What exactly would the would the Packers be asking for if they were even thinking about trading him? I think it'd be way too much. So that's why. That's what would back me up off of it. But like you said as well, you know, yeah, I think it's just better that we went this way at this point. So now my final question before I let you go is you look at the situation. The Jets are still in need of some position groups. We got some fourth-round picks coming up. What do you think the Jets are going to address in the fourth round? What position groups do you think they'll attack throughout the rest of this draft? Well, I think they, they've gone in the heavy earlier rounds on their offense. They, they're going to take some picks to address defense. They need corner. Mm-hmm. Linebacker. I think they'll wait. I think they'll get edge next year because I feel like those two positions are more important right now. Maybe if one falls to them, they like. But I see that's where they're going. As I feel they're going, and maybe in the later round, drafting a project offensive lineman. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. And, again, a lot of people, and even, you know, myself from time to time, you know, we kind of forget about Cam Clark because he hasn't played a lot. Maybe Cam Clark is the answer for them. Maybe they don't go O-line for the rest of the draft. Maybe they don't touch one in the fourth round. Maybe they say, hey, we're going to address corner. Maybe they go corner back-to-back and feel like cause Cam Clark is going to be able to come out and, and definitely – uh, provide yeah. for the football team. Maybe sure up that right guard spot. We'll see. I mean, him and Morgan, yeah. you didn't see anything from those guys. So we'll see what's going on. But actually, let me ask you one more before I let you go. What do you think is the most shocking thing that we've seen so far in the first or second round of the draft for you? I mean, what what move to you, whether it be a player going somewhere or a team making a move to go up and get somebody, who sh- what has shocked you the most so far? The Jaguars drafting a running back with their second first-round pick. <laughs> okay. okay. I am glad we I am glad we do not have Urban Meyer in our building. That man is out of his league. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Twenty second twenty second ranked O line by PFF. Swiss cheese of a defense. Let's draft the third down running back because he's friends with Trevor Lawrence. That's- <laughs> Listen, I, I, I respect your take. I respect it. Listen, man, this is a heck of a call from you. You had some smoke for uh, for Urban Meyer, and I respect it. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? All right. As always, go Jets. Absolutely. Listen. A lot of people calling in, you know. A lot of people got some issues with what other teams is doing, and they speak their minds. He said, hey, Urban Meyer, this guy's a, he's out of his league. I, I didn't say that. He did. You know what I'm saying? I did not say that, but he did. But there was a lot of shocking things so far for me as well. Again, Trey Lance going to the Niners, I'm shocked. Chicago moves up. They get Fields. Uh, Mac Jones, you know, I, everybody said he was going to be a Niner. He ends up going to the Patriots. You know, just – so many things shaking and moving. Us moving up for Vera, I thought was a very solid move for us. Shocked me. It was shocking we took Elijah Moore in the second. I did not see that coming. I did not see us taking a wide receiver in the second round. I thought for sure it was going to be offensive line help. So, whoo. All right, so now I'm going to wrap up the show. We're going to continue to watch this draft live. We're going to bounce and forth, but I'm going to wrap the radio show. I'm telling you, we had a lot of great calls, a lot of great calls. We're going to continue to see what the Jets do, you know, going into the rest of this draft as well. But, listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone, go to Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, we get some feedback. I love thinking about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on uh, Twitter as well at youngj 0 That's three zeros. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. Fight on. Fight on. All right? You'll be right under that bridge with me, and we'll troll you together, okay? You can also follow the shows. Uh, Twitter as well at the Long Beach Joe. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets. That's where you'll see my live streams. You know, you can check me there as well for all the other content that I that I post. Look, when you go to Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel. 
Turn on your notifications when I post content. You folks will be in the know. If you want to troll me, no problems. Go ahead and comment, and we'll go back and forth in the comments as well, and I'll troll you right back. And as always, people, when you see me in person, all right, because you will eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. They will always remain free, all right? I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you folks, we are absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen to me, call in and talk to me. You folks are the absolute greatest, all right? You folks have a good one. Peace.